This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. Major storms swept the country yesterday. The defense secretary shared details about his hospitalization, and we have some good news for fans of weird tech. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Hannah Jewell. It's Wednesday, January 10th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one. Judges appeared skeptical about Donald Trump's claims of immunity from prosecution. Trump's argument is that he can't be tried for attempting to overturn the 2020 election results. He says that's because he's a former president and because the Senate acquitted him in his impeachment trial over the 2021 Capitol attack. But at an appeals court hearing yesterday in D.C., three federal judges seemed to disagree. One even suggested that this kind of immunity would, in theory, allow a future president to have a rival assassinated by the military without repercussions. The appeals court could issue a ruling at any time, and that ruling could delay the trial, which is planned for March. That's what Trump hopes will happen. He wants to push it back until after this year's elections. Trump attended the hearing yesterday, and afterward, he threatened unrest if the criminal charges against him damaged his presidential campaign. He said there would be bedlam. And tonight, Trump is skipping the final Republican debate before next week's Iowa caucuses, the debate between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley starts at 9 p.m. Eastern on CNN. Number two. Deadly tornadoes devastated parts of the Gulf. Severe weather swept through much of the U.S. yesterday. At least 15 tornadoes were reported along the Gulf Coast as of yesterday evening, with tornado watches stretching from Florida to Virginia. In pockets of northern Florida and southern Alabama, the twisters dismantled homes, overturned trailers, and left behind destruction and debris. Authorities said that at least four people were killed in the storms. And severe wind, rain, and snow closed schools, delayed flights, and caused power outages across the country. At number three, armed hooded men stormed a TV station in Ecuador yesterday. That was the sound of gunmen attacking the station during a live broadcast. They forced terrified staff to the floor and held up explosive devices in front of the cameras. Intelligence officials said that some of the men appeared to be members of powerful gangs. 13 people were arrested. It was one of several attacks across the country in a 24-hour period, as Ecuador was racked by car explosions, kidnappings, and prison riots. The attacks may have been intended as a message to the government, which has been planning to transfer top gang leaders to maximum security prison wards. Ecuador's president has declared a state of emergency. Number four. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was treated for prostate cancer last month and withheld the diagnosis from the White House for weeks. Yesterday, Pentagon officials revealed that Austin had surgery last month after a prostate cancer diagnosis and that he was hospitalized by serious complications. He remains in the hospital and is expected to recover. Austin was hospitalized on January 1st and spent about a week in intensive care but he kept it secret from the White House for days. His lack of transparency has caused a political firestorm. Top cabinet officials are normally expected to disclose their whereabouts and their health conditions. 
And the fact that he didn't tell President Biden about his diagnosis or his hospitalization has raised major questions about his transparency. More U.S. homes are flooding over and over again. That's number five. Data shows that at least 44,000 structures have had damage covered by federal flood insurance multiple times. The National Flood Insurance Program covers millions of homeowners across the nation. And in some cases, its cumulative payouts have exceeded a property's worth. The updated data highlights how coastal Louisiana and Texas are high-risk areas for devastating and frequent flooding. Houses in some places along the Mississippi River have also repeatedly been flooded, as have parts of the Atlantic coast from Florida to New England. This data reveals a nation at increasing risk of repeated floods due to climate change, while taxpayers are footing the bill through a financially troubled insurance program. A historic lunar mission won't reach the moon's surface. That's number six. This is a disappointing update about that moon mission we told you about on Monday. Sorry. It turns out that the uncrewed spacecraft, which launched Monday, is leaking fuel and has no chance of a soft landing on the moon. That's according to Astrobotic, the company that designed it. This is a setback for NASA's effort to send a fleet of commercially developed spacecraft to the moon in the coming years. But another uncrewed mission will try next month. And in yet more bad news for moon lovers, NASA is pushing back its plan to land humans on the moon from 2025 to 2026. The agency is worried about safety concerns and is having some trouble with its moon suits. And at number seven, some exciting and weird tech products were unveiled at CES 2024. CES is one of the world's biggest consumer electronic shows. It's being held in Las Vegas this week, and the event has seen a dizzying array of new product announcements. Our tech reporters have been on the scene to find the most ambitious, strange, and sometimes great ideas. They include a stylish ring that can control your lights and TV, a friendly robot that can project movies and video calls onto walls and help around the house, and a pair of motorized ski shoes that will let people whiz around town at 50 miles per hour. They don't require snow. They're basically just shoes with wheels. They're called squeals. And to me, they conjure images of harrowing sidewalk danger. But anyway, you can find the full list of the best and weirdest new products in our newsletter. And luckily, they don't include a robot who can host a daily news podcast. At least not yet. All right, you're all caught up. But one more thing. If you're a Washington Post subscriber, you can get access to Washington Post podcasts ad-free in Apple Podcasts. And we have more fun stuff for you around the corner. So be sure to find the Washington Post channel in Apple Podcasts and connect your Post subscription. And then stay tuned for more subscriber-only audio benefits, like exclusive and early access episodes. If you're not a subscriber to the Washington Post, what are you waiting for? You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts by looking for the Washington Post channel or through the link in our show notes. I'm Hannah Jewell, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. AI PCs built for business with Intel Core Ultra Processors and Intel vPro are optimized for hundreds of AI apps and tools to boost user productivity. 
all with AI-powered threat detection. Learn more at intel.com slash ITHeroes.